You're listening to Since He Didn't Ask, where Matthew and Andrew tackle questions you might not be asking, but you might find helpful to answer. Questions about life answered through a biblical lens. Welcome to Since You Didn't Ask. I'm Matthew, and I'm here again with Andrew, and we are once again joined by our wives, Erin and Alice. Hello. So say hi. Hey. There we go. They're super excited <laughs> to be a part of this. And today we are talking about the question, how do we talk about and um, what do we talk about when it comes to the subject of modesty? So I thought we'd start it off by, um, I framed the question um, starting with how do we talk about modesty? Like where is an appropriate, healthy, good situation in which we might, we being human beings, ever have this conversation come up? Because I think there's some unhealthy ways, but what's what does it look like in a healthy way? Well, I think the most natural um, situation would be from a mother to a daughter, um, especially when, I guess I'm out of that stage now, but when you're shopping for a dress, for a dance or prom or something like that. Yeah, I remember that shopping with my mom, but I think actually, I remember talking with my mom a lot about modesty, but it involved my dad a lot too. And I think there were times where that's appropriate and I think healthy to hear that coming from your dad. Um, And yeah, like I remember we would shop with my mom and, um, and then even like sometimes come home and we would try things on and say like, Oh, let's see if your dad thinks that this looks nice or if it's, um, yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's a, if you guys, yeah, yeah we do that too. Yeah. Yeah. We're, like passes the dad test or, and I think that that gave me a, um, like a good understanding of what modesty is and what we should be looking for when we pick clothes and yeah, I don't know. What do you, yeah, no, I think that that is a, that, that is ideally a, a really healthy thing. Um, I guess I would ask then just as a follow up. So you have those conversations within your families and um, by the way, just as a side note, I said within family, so from mothers and um, fathers, um, brothers out there, I think that it's not the worst thing in the world mm-hmm. to, for you to, in appropriate and encouraging ways. It shouldn't be as a lecture. It shouldn't be as a shaming or making your sister feel bad. But I think there's a place for brothers in a loving and gentle, encouraging way to encourage sisters in, and I'm talking about actual biological sisters that you live in the house with, because um, I can hear this going in other places. We'll come to that, but um, to, to encourage them in, in, in issues of modesty. But um, amongst peers, does the subject come up amongst girls? Just like when girls are just talking on their own, does this is this something that that comes up? I think it depends on what type of peers. All right. So in your personal like life experience, like when you were in high school and college uh, and maybe these these subjects were coming up more often is that something that would come up amongst your peers ever yeah i remember it coming up um usually i'm trying to remember usually when it was a youth event or a hume lake summer camp type thing we would talk about it because there was a dress code and then we end up getting into some discussions about like why do they have you only wear a one piece or why do they so i think i remember talking about it with friends 
Now you were in a little different situation, not yeah. having believers in, as friends in high school, but did you ever when have... When I wasn't a believer in high school, and so, um, no, I wore whatever I wanted. <laughs> and I asked no input from anyone. <laughs> Probably wasn't a great thing. But um, being from the Asian culture, I think uh, maybe that's not like over every it's not an overwhelming or over whatever i'm i'm trying to say um it's not that, something that comes up a lot yeah in the asian culture we tend to be more modest i don't know if that's the case now but at least back then when i was growing up in the dark ages um it was not really an issue for me although i as a non-believer, wanted to push that line, especially when I went into college. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, I guess taking this one step further, why why do we even care? Why is this even a point of discussion? This is supposed to be the softball. Because I think, <laughs> as believers, um, as sisters, as a Christian sister. We, we want to try and um, not cause our brothers to stumble. And we want to be appropriate and honoring to the Lord, even in the way that we do dress. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything? Um, I was about? just even thinking about modesty in like more than just clothing and modesty being an issue of the heart and like being mm-hmm. humble in not wanting to draw attention to yourself, but... Um, yeah, I, I'm kind of forgetting what the yeah. question was, but well, why do we like, care? why do we care? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I think modesty is important because mm-hmm. we shouldn't draw unnecessary attention to ourselves in what we wear and, you know, the way that we act and things like that. And having a, like a, a humble heart is important in pointing to people to Christ. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's the, so you've raised two different points on this, and I do think that the yeah you don't want to cause a brother to stumble. That's that's part of the equation. But I, I I think the overriding point, the higher level point, is is um, what is wh- where is our heart at? And I mm-hmm. I think that what this drives to is ultimately a matter of humility. Um, am I? what do I want to be known for? Mm-hmm. Do I want to be known for yeah. me um, or for, uh, um, you know, and when this applies to guys or girls in, in both, both uh, obviously we think of this more in terms of girls, but do, what do, do I want to be known more for what I look like, for what my body is, or mm-hmm. do I want to be known for being a follower of Jesus? Yeah. Do I want to be known for, for making much of Jesus? Um, I think that is, that's the heartbeat of what I would want especially with the girls but for for everyone to process this whole subject through what do i want to be known for and that's really what yeah. the first uh, first timothy chapter 2 passage mm-hmm. is about um and so where i wanted to direct this conversation and, and andrew if you have any response on this but like how these subjects come up for discussion i think it's important that they're framed in that way it's framed about what do you, what do you want to be known for um, even more than you don't want to cause your brother to stumble because all, especially in our world and our culture today, 
then the response there is, well, that's your brother's problem. He needs to, you know, mm-hmm. deal with his own thoughts and his own eyes and so forth. And I, and why should that restrict what I am doing? And I think there's something to be said about what a person responding in that way, where their heart is at. But, um, but even more, I don't want to be correcting that. I, I just want to say, what do you want to be known for? Do you want to yeah. be known for drawing attention for how you're dressing in a way that is turning somebody's um, perspective on you towards your body or towards Christ. Right. Yeah. So I, I, don't, I don't know if you have anything you want to add on that. I don't know much to add. Um, I do think just on a practical level, there's the Bible in many subtle ways shows that um, concealed beauty is actually more beautiful and like self-controlled beauty is more beautiful than flaunted beauty. Um, and so I don't know. I think even sometimes understanding that can help if our heart wants. I think there's maybe an underlying good desire that God has put in girls that they want to be beautiful and, and be loved and cared for. And it, it might be helpful to have in our minds that, that there's a deeper beauty that comes from self-control and concealment of physical beauty than just the open display of it. I don't know if that really makes yeah. sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's super helpful. Um, a couple of other layers uh, to this. One, uh, this subject opens the door for legalism, I think almost more than any other subject. Um, and um, there's ways that discussions around this, uh, well, let me rephrase that. My guess is most times when somebody is talking about modesty, and again, the question I brought up to start this is how do we talk about the subject? And what that was aiming towards was kind of this point that I think most discussions within churches about modesty are probably bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most of the time it's a, it's a bad discussion. It's around, well, your um, skirt can't be you know, any shorter than this many yeah. inches or the, the straps have to be this wide or you can right. wear this, or you can't wear that. And um, you know, when we talk about Hume Lake or something, they're trying to do a, 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 a quick um, appropriate you know, kind of governance of a thousand high schoolers all mm-hmm. at once you know, for a one week period at a time. And that's a different scenario than week after week church. And so I, I can appreciate that at Hume Lake or places like that, then they're going to have some specific guidelines like that. But as far as day in and day out life, I'm very reluctant to draw hard lines at those types of things um, in that I, I, I think it breeds an attitude towards legalism, both in, in the enforcement side and in the receiving side. And again, I, uh, um, I think this is a much healthier subject when it's talked about in terms of what do you want to be known for and mm-hmm. let that be your your governing principle i don't know for you for you the for the ladies does that resonate does that make sense yeah totally i think i was thinking about that as right before you were saying that and thinking about how it's it's a hard subject because there's not a black and white answer on what's modest what's not but sometimes they you know Hume Lake or they'll mm-hmm. draw a line and so you think okay like well this is modest because look my you know my fingers are when I stand up really straight my fingers are past my shorts or or mm-hmm. the other way around mm-hmm. but um yeah and I think there's also like a time and a like a place for 
different types of clothing and knowing what's appropriate to wear when you're yeah. sitting around with just your family is might be different than what you would wear to church or to I don't know but if that I don't know if that's yeah I think your the key word I think you said was appropriate because it's it's not appropriate to wear a bikini to school right but <laughs> not that it necessarily might be appropriate to go to the beach but anyway um or maybe not a bikini, but like a bathing suit. You would not wear that to a job interview. It's not mm-hmm. appropriate, even if it's the most modest bathing suit that you have ever seen. <laughs> right. <laughs> Still not appropriate. But um, while you guys were talking, I was thinking Proverbs 31 is like the passage that everybody goes to to talk about this woman that is, you know, awesome godly and all of that it doesn't talk about modesty unless i'm not remembering it correctly Hmm. but it is talking about you know being clothed in good works it it does talk about charm is deceitful and beauty is vain um yeah and oh sorry go ahead i was just gonna say i think and what you were saying previously about it being an issue of the heart Oftentimes, you know, you draw these hard lines about, you You know, you can't wear this, you can't wear that, or you should wear this, you should wear that. If you are not thinking of it in terms of the black and white and you're thinking of it in a humble way of how you can honor Christ with in everything in your life, oftentimes those become not, not even questions in your mind anymore of what to wear. You, mm-hmm. you don't, you're not wanting the attention on yourself. So you're wearing what what's flattering on you but not drawing attention to yourself i don't know if that makes sense but yeah well so um we're still on my first point and my final two points but you raised (laughs) two things under that one (laughs) so if you're following the outline um yeah the the, it is interesting to note that and i'd have to go back and look at proverbs 31 if there's anything about modesty there but if there's not it wouldn't be surprising because a heart that is already inclined toward Mm -hmm. the lord serving the lord honoring the lord yeah, you're right. That's yeah, just not. That's what I was to, trying to say. It's not but going you said to be. It <laughs> that's just not going to be a primary issue because yeah, you're already. That's not where your that. desires are to. Yeah. yeah. And secondly, and Andrew kind of alluded to this earlier, and and now you're hitting on it a little bit, um, Aaron. Um, there's something appropriate and right that God made girls to be pretty, and that is there's not a sing, singular definition of what that means. It means however God made you to present yourself in an appropriate way. Um, in how you interact with others, and so yeah, I think I I think it's it's appropriate that girls should wear flattering clothes and and dress in cute ways and as is appropriate and different things, but there's ways to to think about that if you keep bringing it back to the question, am I doing this to draw attention to myself, mm-hmm. um, or do I do I want to still dress in a way that God is honored? And I think God can be honored even if you wear clothes that. You're going to look cute or flattering clothes or, or whatever it is um, without drawing undue attention there. Um, and so um, I think that's a healthy way to think think through the subject. And um, as I think as, as girls talk to each other, there needs to be that objective in mind. I want to encourage my sister in Christ to, um, to point to Christ in every way in her life, not to follow arbitrary rules um and 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 that's going to be different i think there's there's room for it to be a little bit different from person to person and situation to situation um 
So the, the second and last part that I was going to raise on this, and this is directly for you, Andrew, is um, the question about um, how do we talk about modesty? And in this part of the question, it's um, the we is the guys. How do guys talk about modesty? And I would put that, taking it a step further, specifically with regard to girls. Like, like when we speak to them. So or both. should we? Yeah, both. Yeah. Both. Like, so should is, is there a place for guys to be speaking to girls about girls' modesty, and is there a place for guys to talk to other guys about girls' modesty? <laughs> Aaron's making faces over there. If you want to jump in and bail your husband, no, out, I was you're welcome thinking. To. I'm glad he directed this to Andrew, and I don't have to answer this one. <laughs> Here, here's what I'll say. I don't know if this was wise or not. So this is an advice, but I think we were engaged, but when we were close to getting married, I remember we did have conversations about like, like, Hey, like wearing these clothes are more like, I don't, I, I, we would have conversations around this topic and, and there were probably, I, I don't know. Did I make you feel bad? I think that sometimes some girls, I think, are even naive to help me when I'm trying to. Yeah, say. well, I can. Well, let me. Let me. I'll help you out. I, I. I think that there is. This is a a where this gets dicey is that I don't know that guys always have the wisdom in this. Yeah. Um, and so that's where it can get very complicated. But I think my guess is, and maybe girls, you can chime in on this, that sometimes it can be helpful to hear a guy's perspective on the subject. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's appropriate for guys to go and talk to every girl about right. this. There has right. to be, there, there, there needs to be a certain context and relationship and yeah. appropriateness. I think to that's how that and, and for us, I, uh, I kind of introed it this way on purpose. We were engaged. Like, like, I don't think, like, if you've been dating for a month, that's probably not the time. Yeah, and you were talking about guys talking to other guys about girls. Like, n no, yeah, especially like definitely not. Especially like, yeah, well, like well, one peer going to another individually and saying, you know, what you're wearing right now is not appropriate. Um, that not, just feels crazy right. to me. I think not, you guys have not kind, been, not loving. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> you guys have handed off, handed things off to us, saying, "Hey, like, I don't know if you want to address this with the girls, but oh, like in, like in a in a youth or, setting, yeah, 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 yeah." But, but so what about guys talking amongst guys about girls? Yeah. No. Yeah. So um, <laughs> this has come up a few times, which is the reason why I'm, I'm bringing it up. And my input for guys talking to other guys about girls modesty is just kind of camouflage for being able to talk about <laughs> girls bodies. Well, sometimes girls will talk about modesty with other girls um, in a way that's not healthy either because they're like, well, that person could wear that. So why can't I wear that same thing? Well, I think that it is an important subject that um, should be talked about and should be talked about in appropriate ways with the appropriate goals of, of encouraging towards um, uh, representing Christ pointing to Christ, not being a distraction from living for Christ, and that there are um, good and healthy ways to talk about that in the right context. And I think we need to be aware of that. Um, and there also needs to be an awareness that um, 
on the guy's side, it's it's probably not the subject that guys should be engaging in um, very often, if uh, if at all. And um, it would um, speaking about it guys to guys, and I think um, I think guys to girls in that, like you like you were saying, I think the, I think there's lots of different relationship dynamics where that can be really helpful, a father to a daughter or um, a husband to a wife or an engaged situation or, um, you know, there can be other types of situations like that where it's an appropriate um, and helpful um, dynamic. But for the most part, for the people that were listening, that, were, that would be listening to this, that's probably not coming up at this stage of life. Um, and then girls, you want to encourage, it's, it's a healthy conversation to be having amongst yourselves but doing it in, in love and gentleness and for the right, the right reasons and guarding against those legalistic tendencies. All right. Well, we hope this episode was helpful to you and we will catch you next time. Yeah.